Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Jonathan with us. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, John. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So thanks for taking the time to do this. It's my pleasure. It's a, it was a real pleasure to be asked, you know, and, and it's great to uh, see your um interviewing so many professionals locally who uh, are offering their insights and I'm glad to be part of it. Fabulous. It's one of the things about our area, our local area, it's just fabulous. There's such great businesses, business owners, there's a lot going for it. I think I think a lot of uh, people in, in the UK, it, it's very city centric, it's very, especially London centric. And I think a lot of people don't realise the depth of expertise and knowledge that exists outside of those enormous cities, you know, and I think uh, in and around Chichester, Portsmouth, Southampton, the South Coast, the South Downs, Guildford, you know, in, in all of that area, there's a huge number of people with, you know, a very massive range of skills. But I think um, after the pandemic, I think people are becoming less city centric. I think there's now even more focus on, on uh, local knowledge. Yes. And so tell us about your business, Jonathan. Well, my business is uh, Storehouse Photography. And I started it in uh, 2018. Um, I've been a photographer for many years, uh, about 12 or 13 years now, uh, and videographer. And I used to work in London. I worked for one of the big four, uh, in, in working in as a contractor for one of the big four accountancy firms, their in-house uh, filming and photography department. And we did everything in-house because there was an ever-increasing demand for multimedia. And then in 2018, my wife, had, we moved down here uh, in 2015. And um, but I'd taken the decision I wanted to be closer to home and I wanted to have my own business and to, you know, and I thought, well, take the plunge. And my wife supported me all the way, as did both our families. And two years later, you know, I'm, I'm still building the business, but it's a great feeling to have a, have my own business. It's it's re- real. Um, real boost of confidence to have something of my own yes it, it is um, there's something quite special about running a business definitely and i think it's because you you realize that when you're not working for somebody else you only get out what you're prepared to put in and not only financially but in terms of uh the you know you you put in the graft you put in the miles you put in the hours and and eventually it pays the rewards but it's never, you, you know, any, I, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I know, I know other people who've worked as self-employed people in various industries for years. It's never easy, but nothing worthwhile is ever easy. So what have been some of the challenges that you, you faced along your journey? I think one of the biggest challenges is I, um, as a photographer, especially focusing on my area, which is primarily uh, weddings. Uh, I do do other work. I do corporate work and so forth. But Weddings is an incredibly crowded marketplace in terms of suppliers. There are thousands of photographers in in Hampshire alone. Um, All of them, you know, wanting to uh, promote their business and convince people that they are the right choice or the right fit. Uh, And I think that is the biggest challenge is trying to make yourself stand out in a very crowded environment. It's trying to have a little um, USP, a little uh, unique selling point which people will seize upon and they will say right we want to go with this person because ultimately you, you have to convince people why they should choose you and it's and 
I think a lot of it, because a lot of it comes down to the skills, obviously, but you have to have the personality, I think. And if you sell yourself as, I think in this industry, as in many, I think people buy people. They don't just buy skills. They buy the people behind them. Yes. So, and I think you're absolutely right here. And this is one of the reasons why I started the uh, podcast was because we can hear those stories. So two questions for you. So one is, have you decided to got a USP and uh, how do you get that word out? Well, I don't know if I have a defined USP, but I think for if, I, if I had to put my finger on it, I would say that I don't believe in a one size fits all approach. Uh, I think some suppliers in some industries, and I, I respect their decision to do this. Everyone has their own approach. But I think you, you design the package to fit the client rather than uh, shoehorn the client into an existing arrangement. I think if you, if you make a client feel that they're in control of something and, and they're not just being uh, pigeonholed, then I think that is, for me, that is my USP. That is the, and other photographers do it, but I, for example, I offer a range of different packages. I, I don't, tell my clients it's one price this is and, and that's it you know i i think i think if you want to make yourself stand out you have to be flexible you can't you can't be too rigid because if you're too rigid then people will just say well i can go and get exactly the same service from joe blogs and they'll charge me this and you're charging me this i think if you design it around the client then i think that is that is absolutely crucial because then you're meeting their needs as well as you know earning money for your business and i think that's very important because you're probably dealing with people who are excited and emotional at the same time and being able to definitely it's it's a a highly charged environment um you know and people and and you 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 have to you have to appreciate when you do this job that especially in terms it's the most important day of these people's lives and you're part of that and they've entrusted you with it so i think you can't just see it as turn up take pictures go home you've got to invest something in it emotionally and you know you you have to be invested otherwise you know the client doesn't believe in you and if they don't believe in you they get nervous and i i think that's what's really vital is is that it doesn't matter if you're doing corporate work or weddings or or property development photography or anything or landscape if you're invested in what you're doing, if you convince the person that you actually care about what you're doing, then they'll feel far more comfortable and far more confident. I, 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 I think I can honestly say that, you know, the, the clients I've had, we started as um, acquaintances, we ended up as friends because, you know, and I'm not just saying that, but all of the people I've done weddings for, they've all been really lovely people who, who, just wanted to have a, a nice record of their day and I, I've done my best to deliver that. Fabulous. So what, photography can make such a huge difference the way that it's taken. There is a, a, a skill set that's brought to it and everybody with an iPhone is a photographer now or any, any of the phones. So what would be some of the tips that we could take? Maybe we want to take some pictures of our business to highlight it on Facebook. What some tips you could give us to take a good picture i think you i i I think um as you say i mean there's certain um jobs that i genuinely believe that you need to hire a professional to do and it's not uh in any it's not in any way 
a reflection on people's own skill set. I'm not saying that. It's just the thing is, I think um, if you like wedding pictures, for example, I think they should be taken by a specialist photographer. In terms of things like photographing businesses and enhancing the look of businesses and business product, I think um, always make sure that you, uh, it's just some simple things. So maybe um, never take it in front of an open window or a strong light source because it will be silhouetted. Take photos with your back to the light. Maybe, you know, put it on a nice tablecloth or on a nice um, surface, like a nice textured wooden surface. You just have to think to yourself, when I go, when I flick through a magazine or when I look at a website and I look at, in fact, that's one thing is always look at what your competitors are doing and how they're merchandising. Because yes. if you're selling something similar or you're, compete, or you're competing with someone, then um, I think it's important to say, right, well, this is what they're doing. What can we do to improve it? Because when people go online, often like purchase it, I imagine that things like purchases and like when people contact me, they'll have looked at my gallery and my Instagram feed. And I, that's my shop window. That is how I sell. So, you know, I think that's the thing is you have to think to yourself, if I've got good product, I want it to look good. And I, and I want it to, to be well framed and nicely lit and maybe professionally edited, maybe hire a photographer to do it because it might be, it, you know, it might be an investment, but at the same, but it's, that's the key word. It's an investment. It's taking, make, making something that you, have look the best it can be i mean if you're taking something on a phone or something like that as you say the cameras are excellent now but just little things like make sure it's nicely lit and it's it's nice color and maybe take it and offer it in black and white as well there's a number of things you can do yeah no absolutely i think um the investment of having great photography is by a professional you you can always tell the difference and just just because you have access to photoshop like i did at one point doesn't mean you can edit the photos themselves. No, but I understand what you're saying, but I, I, I think I'd encourage people to do as much photography in their, uh, with their own equipment as they can. And obviously, modern devices allow for supreme photography. I mean, you, you look at camera phones now and they're, you know, 20 times as powerful as my first digital camera uh, in, terms of pixel, in terms of numbers of megapixels and in terms of composition. Um, there's an amazing range of things you can do now, but I think because so much has gone online now, I think it is important to visually sell what you're doing and make it look as good as it can be. Because, you know, if people are diving into the very crowded pool of the internet to look for a product, you've got to have something which grabs their attention and, 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 and says, right, well, that looks superb. And you might have the same product or something very similar sold by another company. But if it looks average or, or looks like it's just been put on a shelf and photographed, then it's not going to look as good. If you invest a bit of invest some time in making stuff look good and it will almost certainly improve your hit rate on, on Google. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, uh, so we've got some valuable tips around photography. Uh, one of the questions I always like to ask is, uh, what tips do you have that you've learned from running your own business that you could share with us? I think one thing that's crucial is, um, well, two things, actually. Firstly, is you have to have patience. And um, following on from that, you need to have a plan or a roadmap. So you think to yourself, well, this is what I want to achieve in year one. This is what I want to achieve in year two. 
but you have to think to yourself it might take three years it might take five years but ultimately you have to be patient because as i said things that are worth doing are worth taking time over and they're worth investing time and money in um also you know try um if you do want to run your own business if you want to start your own business um always make sure that you're you're aware of what you're getting into so it's things like you know you have to do your own tax return other things like invest in a good accountant you know find a good accountant if you're not up with figures and and taxes because i'm not you know i i i have uh, an accountant and he's he's excellent and he has uh, helped me do my personal and business taxes he's made me aware of taxes and and tax benefits that i wasn't aware of you know and i think that is crucial is know exactly what comes in what goes out and how to best manage it it's all about if you want to if you for me if i want to get the business to the point where i want to get to it i i need to do it the right way i can't i can't take shortcuts i can't um do things half-heartedly i have to if i want to be seen as a professional i need to behave as one that is that is as i see it i think you need to have the right tools for the job and you need to employ people in the same way people employ me to do, to do a professional photography job if you need help with your finances or with your business planning or or with uh you know mentoring or business networking then speak to professionals people who who understand that and indeed I've found that it's also very valuable to speak to other professionals in the same industry because a lot of them are willing to offer advice. They, I don't, I, I see people, I don't like the word competitor. I do use it occasionally, but I like to refer to people in my industry as fellow professionals. That's a, a bit, a bit of a softer version, a bit less confrontational, but I think they'd be my main, um, my main, uh, points of advice it's, it is um, incredible how sort of business owners are happy to share and help other business owners even in the same field yeah i i i think um especially in the light of what's happened in the last six months um you know the wedding industry has been hit especially i mean every industry has been hit but the wedding industry has been hit especially hard because um i believe uh, i read an article the other day that suggested that since the start of the lockdown in the UK, the full lockdown, over 100,000 weddings have been affected, um, which is um, either had to be cancelled, rearranged, postponed, moved. And it's incredible the outpouring of support that I've seen on, on Facebook, uh, like because I'm in industry groups on Facebook and people offering tips and advice and, and saying, oh, well, you can maybe save a bit of money here. And if you speak to this person, they might be able to help with that. And, it's incredible the the sense of community that exists i mean people think going into business you're just going into a very competitive and ruthless environment and in some sectors that is true but i think you have to see it as uh, you're joining you're not joining uh, a competition you're joining a community i think that's the crucial thing don't be scared to reach out to other people for advice go to coffee and network mornings go to speak to people send people an email what have you got to lose they can only ignore you or, t or say no but in my experience most people are incredibly receptive and indeed quite flattered to be asked for advice yes no definitely 
So if there's somebody listening to this and they've got a special day coming up and they're looking for a photographer who has, you know, cares and wants to make sure that they get the, the right photos for their day and their circumstances, how would they contact you, Jonathan? Uh, well, they can go to my website, which is www.storehousephoto.com, all one word, storehousephoto.com, uh, or they can email me info at storehousephoto.com. Uh, they can also find me on Facebook at Storehouse Photo and Instagram at Storehouse Photography. So that, uh, I'm afraid um, that's uh, quite a few different channels, but um, I'll, I'll uh, always always answer and uh, of course um i'm available on the phone and if they drop me an email we can establish a phone conversation no problem i'm always always happy to help excellent and we'll put that information on our website so if anyone has any trouble they can click through to yours fabulous thank you ever so much for sharing your stories and your insights into not only sorts of business ideas but it's a photography as well thank you very much john i really really grateful for the opportunity to speak to you Excellent. Uh, Jonathan, if you happen to know of any other entrepreneurs or business owners that are benefit for being on the show, can you please let me know? Yeah, absolutely. I will. You know, I, I, I do all I can to support any business. And, and obviously, this has been a great opportunity for me. And I'll definitely have a look through my contacts to see if there's someone else we can line up to, to share their experiences. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much. So this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next time, see you soon. Keep safe. And thanks ever so much. Bye, Jonathan. Goodbye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as free business banking. No charges for everyday banking services such as paying in checks and cash. It also includes a free change facility. So you can always have enough coins and notes when you need it most. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk